Okay, we're back from Sleepy Creek Mountain, and we're back here in my backyard in West Virginia. Uh, hopefully, you've got some ideas uh, that you can use for a multi uh, near you. I, we went over about five or six different ideas that you can use. Uh, yours doesn't have to be a 10-stage multi like Gadgets of Sleepy Creek is, but hopefully you've got some ideas that you can use for a multi. Maybe at work, in the car, wherever you are. Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com and by AMS Travel Sales. AMS Travel Sales is proud to offer hosted geocaching tours and cruises. Join us as we hunt for geocaches on our travel adventures. And by JP's Geodesigns. JP's Geodesigns is one of the world's leading designers of geocoins. Contact them and get your next awesome geocoin design done. Check out their store and their website at jpsgeodesigns.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey, everyone. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Radio Public, and Spotify. You can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. Joshua's been doing some serious traveling lately. Mm-hmm. He'll be on in a few weeks. Uh, a few weeks? Next week? Yep. Uh, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, the Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zach. Hmm. I wonder what Sodak Zach's doing tonight. Oh, well. The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, uh, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy1276, The No-Code Geocachers, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Pricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cache Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant USMC, Little Gears, Albedo 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, AFK Geocaching, Josh Boggs, Carrot Killer, Coors Gat, Geocaching with Lampe, Bryn Tim 07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada, Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, Kazeli, Dragon, Gunter Hunters, Acme Wildcashers, P0001, ADK Sarah, Eastern Girls, KC, Billy Robson, Fox and the Hound, TX Wolf Totem, 
K-Blast, Landlock Pirate Fam, Statuki, Burns Fire, Hockey Zombie, Ship to Shore, a Holly S, Geo Dandrew, Dire Wolf 821, Deuteronomy 318, Sasquatch Lover, Anjay Ed Damon, and our new patrons, Emily Renee and Scout Mom 5. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get new blackout coins. Ooh. I still have some. Mm-hmm. But they're, go- they're going like quick. Them. They're going quick, but I still have some. Um, uh, other geocaching items during the year. We've got one we haven't uh, discussed that we're going to discuss uh, down the road that we're very excited about. Um, bonus content. We did a bonus content last week for our patrons, and uh, some of them watched it. I think they enjoyed it. And invites to special events only for patrons, where we're going to work on some more of those. And support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Uh, I do want to mention that we have $3 level, $5 level, and $8 level. And for the first time in Lo, these few years of geocache talk, um, we've always given out everything to everybody, but this next item is a little different. And so we have decided that the $5 and $8 level uh, patrons will get, of course, get the item uh, for free. The $3 uh, folks will be able to buy it at a major discount and this item also will be available for the public so a little different but we're looking forward to that one we're still in the that's still in the works but yeah. we're excited that was something special and new something new like everything uh-huh. else it's experimental we'll see how it goes yeah exactly <laughs> that's we're what excited. it's about it's about having fun right yeah so let me welcome my co-host jesse oh yeah hey i jumped ahead you're fine <laughs> uh He's no longer Memphis Mafia. He's now Earthcast Jesse. So thanks, Earthcast Jesse, for being on. That's fine. I'll take that one if you let me pick your nickname. Oh, no, never mind. (laughs) Never mind. But (laughs) we'll talk about that one in a minute because Earthcast Day is coming up. So we'll talk about that. It is. Um, So let's jump right into show 119 for October 7th as we talk about how not to make a multicache. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. It's we're going to talk about both actually, how to and how not. But I like the name you came up with that one day. We were like, that sounds like a cool name for a show. So we're going to. I, have, I definitely have some experience with bad ideas for multi caches. So right, yeah, we're going to be good. So, um, all right. So let me switch gears. We're having some couple weird things. So bear with us if uh, got some Google some Google stuff going on, but uh, it wouldn't be any fun if it worked right every week, every week. Yeah. Well, I guess no, no stress. No. What are you talking about? Um, All right. So uh, in the news, um, we're going to talk about the um, GT stash clue for this week uh, a little bit later. But uh, as far as new loot, I did want to mention a couple things. One is, um, I'm getting, I'm starting to get these cool things from people. And if people want to send us stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> to put in the, the thing, I got an item this week from uh, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada. So they sent oh, me a nice. little, 
thing uh, about their their channel. We're we're very happy to promote people's channels. The cool thing was they sent me in there an unactivated path tag. So there you go. So, yeah, and so you know, it's always nice. You know, always. I don't know about you, Jesse. Once in a while, I'm like, I need to grab a path tag. Where are my path tags? I can't find any. Dang it! I need to grab up. You know, so it's kind of nice. So you said unactivated path tag. Do you activate path tags, or uh, do you just discover them? I don't know as much about path tags. I have a whole shelf full of them. Oh, I'm pretty dumb not, when it comes to path tags. Not path tag. That's bad of me. Trackable. Trackable. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. You you had yeah. me confused there for a second. <laughs> Trackable tag. Yeah. Not path tag. Golly, I got path, path tags on the brain. I guess, but no. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Path tags you don't activate, but the uh, trackables, little dog tags like these. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you're, once, you're, in, a while, once in a while, you're had, like, there's always something new out there, so I, ne- I didn't know. Yeah, no, I'm with you. All right. But you know, once in a while, you're like, I wish I had a trackable, like unactivated one I could put out somewhere, and you're like, where is it? Well, they've they've got one in the loot now. So that's going in the loot. Yep. Are we going to mention the accelerated schedule coming up? Yes, we're very uh, excited. Tell, so go we got ahead. to the point where we've given out one clue every week. Now we're stepping it up, and there's going to be two clues every week. Two clues I, a week. I yep. don't know where everybody is on all the first clues, on the easy ones that we put out. But now we're putting out two clues a week, and they'll get a little more difficult. Um, towards the very end, somewhere around the November-ish, yeah, uh, it will get much more difficult, but the clues will be coming a lot quicker. Yeah, so we're going to be doing um, um, two clues a week, and we're going to wrap up uh, in November um, with a we're going to do a show with a big reveal. We'll do the last few clues uh, in one evening, and it'll be a great like kickoff fan thing that we're going to do where everybody can get all the clues to the final all at the same time and then people can race out not race but but uh safely get to safely follow the just get there just like that's like it's an ftf right there you go perfect um all right so um blog we're very we're very happy that uh, geocaching Janji does our blog post for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always wonderful. Um, and we're so thankful that she does that for us. Uh, and so there's a new blog post out done by Neil Moore. And he's seven tips for geocaching road trips. So go check that out. I, know, I didn't have a chance to read this one yet, but I, I want to, because I lo- that's one of my favorite things, geocaching road trips. So, yeah, me too. I could definitely uh, put together a whole show on how not to do a geocaching road trip. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, very, very thankful uh, for everybody who sent in blog posts. I know we've gotten several in, and uh, we're very thankful to Angie for um, for managing that for us. So uh, caching connoisseur, are you a caching connoisseur yet? I absolutely am not. I've got five points so far this month. I switched 
my job. So I hadn't even been able to go to my local monthly, you know, my weekly events or anything lately. I haven't. Right. I got one cash. Those uh, those new FTFs that I got were last month. So right. before it switched over. So right. Uh-oh. Oh, what, what, like some, have, uh, something's going on. What have we got here? Some ghosts. <laughs> Zach, our man at the cash. That's right. So, so you're out. It's late and it's um, it's getting it's now dark and everything. But yeah, let's see if I can uh, flip it around here. We can see I'm a little out, bit. I'm mm-hmm. out in the middle of the woods. It's just pitch black. It is. Yeah. I we can see a little bit of light, but not much. Yeah, I'm out in the middle of the woods here. Um, I I heard this was about a multicast show, and figured you guys were getting a little off topic there, so I thought I'd hop on. <laughs> yes. Track. We tend to do that. Yeah. I got to go take a drink when I get home. <laughs> Perfect. This is going to be another show. Yeah, we already mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah. So. All right, well cool. Tell us about tell us about where you're at. Yeah, so uh I saw that the the title of this week was uh how not to do a multicache. And actually what it reminded me to do is I actually it's a pretty good multicache if I do say so myself. It's my own. <laughs> right. But, uh, it did remind me that I do have to do maintenance. Otherwise, you're going to ridicule, you know, a bunch of the things that people say about this cash. Uh, the, the gist of it is it's called uh, sticks and stones. Right. And so what what you do is, you know, you find the first stage and the second stage. And those stages, one of them is a, a, a fake stump. And you flip it over and it's actually got the coordinates written on the bottom. Uh, and then there's the second one is actually a, a rock that had cracked in half that I found. So it fits perfectly together, almost seamlessly. And so I wrote the coordinates on the inside of that. Uh, but the problem is it's been a year, year and a half since it's been out. And so the coordinates have weathered away a bit. And so there's a lot of complaints how they have to like guess what the, a few of the digits are. And so in order for this not to fall on the list of caches that you're talking about tonight, I needed to come out and check on this thing. Right. So, but I did want to show you guys, uh, one of the reasons people love this is it's in the woods, you know, the finals in the woods, it's not too far in, so you don't have to bushwhack a bunch. Actually, right. it's, it's hard to see in the dark, but it's in the dark, but it's just large trees with trunks. So there's not really underbrush. Uh, but I do have, let's see, it's over here. Um, I do have a five-gallon bucket. If you could see that there. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. I have a five-gallon bucket as the final, and it's here. I've opened it up. Everything's in good shape. Uh, it's actually – it's not just a five-gallon bucket with a top on it. It actually has, like, a, a really nice, like, watertight seal that you screw onto the top of it. Mm. So it's, like – I found those buckets at Menards here in – you know, in the upper Midwest, we have Menards there. And, uh, they're just super nice. I highly recommend people, if you're going to do five-gallon bucket caches, do those. It seals them up nice, keeps everything dry. And if you can, for a, not just a final for a multi, but for any cache, uh, you know, have a five-gallon bucket as the final stage. And it's with the with the multi stages, it keeps some people from stealing stuff and or going in and, uh, you know, finding stumbling upon a cache because they saw an icon on you know some map somewhere uh i think it's just a good idea to do as your final so 
So you did three physical stages that are pretty straightforward. You go to them, get the information, go to the next yep. one. And is this one pretty close to your house or within, you know, five or 10 miles of your house? Oh yeah. It's three miles maybe, but it's like, it's like the route that gets me to the interstate. So I drive by it quite a lot. So that's, that's best case scenario. If you're going to put a multicache out and have it pretty straightforward, not a lot of moving parts. I mean, that's, that one's probably going to stay for a while. And that's an example of a good idea for multicache. So yeah. we're going to be uh, talking but, about different stuff tonight, but <laughs> that's oh, yeah, a good but, one. But I, I, I did see the title and I knew like a few of the complaints <laughs> coming through on the logs recently are, you know, I could quickly land on your list of caches to talk about tonight if I don't uh, maintain this like a good CO. There you go. Yep. All right. Yep. Very cool, we'll man. Well, later. we'll we'll see you in a little bit, maybe. All right. Bye. All right. See you. Bye. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So that's uh, a that's a good right. example, but in a little bit we'll get to some not so good examples. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. Um, so how about right. you, caching connoisseur? I'm close. I'm. I've got. Uh, I was gonna go take a look, but I've got. Um, I'm pretty close. I'll tell you here in a minute, but uh, let's talk. So I don't well, I have look- mine, but I do. I did take the time to map out the four that I need that are four in a general area that all have more than ten favorite points, so I can get them all in one evening. Cool. When I finally cool. find Good an evening idea. to get out and do some caching again. Right. No, I'm with you. Um, let's talk about Earth Cache Day. I'll tell you how many points I got too. So okay. go ahead and take we'll take the next one. So Earth International Earth Cache Day is coming up. It's log any Earth Cache on Saturday, October 13th or Sunday, October 14th, and you earn the International Earth Cache Day 2018 souvenir. Um, this kind of plays back to last week too, right? Like. How many people do you think this year, percentage-wise, have already collected all the information for the Earth Cache, and they're just going to log in on the 13th or 14th? Yeah, really. Come on. <laughs> Quite a few, probably. Quite a few. I'm actually we're, – um, we're taking a trip next week, so I'm actually planning an actual, like, find the Earth Cache on the right day and all that. Nice. I know. Pretty amazing. Uh, I've got 35 points, by the way. Oh, you're killing me. Um, I do That's not. Right. That's, you know, I'm – just cash a day kind of thing, trying to trying to keep my not a streak, but just kind of geocache on lunch hour. So, so before you get to the last little uh, news snippet there, uh, I'm going to give you a number, and I'm going to see if you can guess what it is, and then the chat room can try to. This is not. First of all, this is not one of the GTS. This is not the right. geocache talk stash. Just something not really. I swear it's not. Even though people are going to think it is, it's not. It's not. This is just something I used to do every once. I'll pull up some funny numbers when I'm playing around geocaching.com and see who can guess them. So um, the number is 56,973. 56, you broke up a little bit. 56,973. Yep, that's it. All right, cool. Just off the top of your head, what do you think that would be? Any idea? Oh, gosh. Um, 56,973. Number of... Number of geocachers that have found caches this year. No, it's got to be more than that. In the U.S. No. Okay. That would be, oh, that's got to be in the, a million, right? Not a million, no. maybe oh, hundreds I mean, of thousands uh, for this number, year. Yeah. Number of geocachers, like not the caches, but the, the people finding them, cachers. Oh. 
I would US. think that number would be huge. Just in the U.S., cachers, geocachers? I don't know. I don't know how big that would be. Not, I mean, that's a good question, though. How many people in the how, how many know. people in the U.S. actually geocache at all? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Francis said number of Earth caches in the lower forty-eight states. No, thank goodness. I hope not. Um, oh, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> It'd be a lot. Um, okay. All right. Well, go ahead. You can hit the last news, and we'll cool. get, get going with the show. Yeah. Yep. Bring, remind me to bring it up at the end. We'll see if okay. some odd guesses show up. Sure. Sounds good. Um, okay. So, want to give a quick uh, note about uh, the movie At Your Own Risk. Uh, it comes out in two days. So, uh, it is released. The initial release will be on iTunes. Um, and I've pre ordered it. So, we'll see how it goes. They're going to then. After they do this little iTunes promotion thing, they are going to per, they are going to release it on Amazon for everybody else who doesn't want to do iTunes and all that. So, coming out on ten nine, um, uh, talk to the the producer and the um, um, one of the lead actors in the movie. And if you want to show this in your little with a little group. You can't, you know, not you know, charge them money or anything. But like, if you want to do um, a little party and watch it, a little watching party, they're open to that idea. So if you'd like to do that, be be our, you know, be their guest and go ahead. Um, we kind of though want people, of course, to buy their own copy. But if you want to have a party together, you know, definitely do that. Um, and they will be on the show on eleven eleven, November eleventh. They'll be on the show to talk about. Um, that movie and just other stuff that they have done and give us an opportunity to ask them some questions about, about it. So I'm curious to see how that one turns out. Mm -hmm. Me too. Any, you know, any uh, movie that mentions geocaching, I'm probably going to watch it anyway, but um, right. It could be good. Suspenseful movie. So we'll see. Yeah. It's um, in case people are wondering, um, I did ask them about it. It is, PG, probably like maybe PG thirteen. There's nothing horrible. It, there's some intensity, so that kind of you have to judge. Yeah, um, your child. Watch, yeah, your watch level because there's some intense minute, tense moments in the movie, but it's not R rated type stuff. I mean, it is it is, it is family friendly with intensity. So you know, I'd say not to get too far off topic, but. Mm -hmm. regular network TV shows now are above PG-13. Oh, gosh, you're right. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't even know. Maybe R even on basic TV. Some pretty shows. Much. Yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty tough. They are pretty tough. I agree. All righty. Let's All right. get it. Let's yeah. get into the topic. How not to make a... Well, we're going to talk about several. We're going to talk about multicaches in journal, but... Good and bad, but some of the things we've learned because you've published more than me. Oh, multicaches? Have I? Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Have I? Okay, you you looked. Okay, I good. looked. Fifteen. <laughs> I think you published fifteen multicaches. Fifteen. Okay. Very cool. I've only yep. done five. Oh, okay. You know how many of my five are currently active? Uh, none. 
Zero. Zero. <laughs> All archived. All archived. That's but, okay. Though. I've learned. I've had to hopefully learned lessons. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about some bad ones here in a minute. I do want to give a note um, because I wondered what's the first multicache, and mm-hmm. you know, and the very first one is GC thirty eight. Um, it is archived, so you can't just go to geocaching.com and punch it in, but you can go look it up. If you you can Google it, GC38. It was in Missouri, Missouri's second uh, Odessa confluence. It was hidden 8-1-2000. Um, the first cache initially listed as a multi-cache. It was placed by a man named Steve Brown. First page was first stage was placed as part of the degree confluence project mm-hmm. at North Thirty Nine West Ninety Four. Uh, there is an older multi multi still active. You and you've been to the second oldest that I can find, mm-hmm. which was Tombstone. The one in, yep, Tombstone. In Texas. There's one. Yep, there's one still older. Uh, it is in Georgia, and obviously it's on the Jasmer, uh, a favorite Jasmer list item. So. What was your first multicache, Jesse? I looked that up. Uh, so I looked it up, and this may be giving away my opinion on multis too, but I could barely remember it. So I looked okay. it up, and uh, it's one that's still active now, but there are, there is a note in there that says it's not a multi anymore, even though it's listed as a multi. It's just a traditional. I guess the stages went dead, so they wanted to keep the cache alive. Right. Um, if I remember right... Um, this was the first time I had seen one of those plates, like the metal plates on a light pole. Right. Other than that, I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> it was pretty it's, early on, so I wasn't writing good logs. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't memorable enough for me. What about I you? Understand. Your first multi? Um, good question. Let me look, let me look mine up. Um, I remember my first five five multi. Now that was a little more memorable. Yeah, tell us about that one. I'm gonna I'll look up mine real quick. That was um, it was a pretty neat one. It was a uh, four or five stages. You had to do some projections and stuff like that, and go to a few different physical stages and get to gather some coordinates, answer some questions, and determine coordinates from those two from these statues and stuff. And then it was about an eight mile hike uh, out in the mountains or whatever to get to the the final, which was a, an ammo can. Um, it was neat because not only was it set up well, but it yep. was in honor of somebody that had passed away. So it's been, it's done pretty well and it's been maintained pretty well over the years. So it, it was a good one. Right. It was a very, very hard hike. And, you know, one of those, we almost died things again, but, you know, underprepared, that kind of right. stuff, but it was a good one. And that one was memorable. Sure. No, that's good though. Our yeah. first one actually was our fourth cache we'd ever found. How about that? Oh, wow. Bold. Yeah. Um, it's uh, archived, but it was GC, Jazz, Jasmer, E, Q, T. <laughs> and um, it was good. I can't remember much about it because it was in 06. 04 was when it was published, but we found it in July of 06, but it was our fourth cache we'd ever found. So I thought that was pretty good for us to venture off and do a multi. (laughs) So I think you can look on. Yeah, you can. I'm going to look on statistics while I'm asking this question. Then you can look yours up. Okay. Um, 
so all things being equal, you have you know uh, quality wise. Do you like uh, multi caches as much as? Where do they rank as far as cash type for you? Assuming all of them are a quality, you know. Right. Um, they're pretty high, I think. Um, you, if it's done right is the key because, like you said, if it's done poorly, it's a beating. I mean, right. I'm not all, I mean, a beating to an extent. You're geocaching, so it can't be too bad. Right. But, but um, it is... It's one of my favorite types. It really is not my not my favorite favorite type, but um, I like it better than a lot. I like it better than a puzzle. Although I'm starting to do more puzzles, it's still my it's it still ranks ahead of. Puzzles. So before you go and look, because I just went and looked at mine. Before you go and look on your stats page, you know how it ranks the cash types you found. Yeah. Where do you think it ranks? Oh god! Traditional is obviously going to be the first one, right? Traditional be yeah. Traditional be top. So saying that you like it, how far up do you think? Pretty high, probably middle. Uh, maybe fourth one down. I'll go take fourth a look. One down. So behind, if you have to guess, before you go there and look. Yeah. What What would the top four be then? Um, traditionals. Mm-hmm. Um. Then. Um, probably puzzle. No, virtual. No, I don't know what would be. Um, gosh, this is this is tough to think about. I wish I would have guessed mine before I looked at it to see if I would have gotten it right. I wouldn't have, um, by the way. Virtuals. Okay. Maybe maybe unknowns. So that's puzzles. I know I have not found many uh, i'm I, sad to say i've not found many where i goes oh, there aren't many in my area me. i know there aren't many here there's more in dfw area but um it's not earth caches but do you know how many multi caches you found i just went and looked um it's my second i found 52 it's your second highest second yeah second highest Wow, it was sixth for me. Oh wow, everything basically was in front of that. Yeah, um, I found a hundred and eight multi caches. That's it. Everything else is ahead of that for me. Wow, except for earth caches. Oh okay, I figured you have found a lot of earth caches, but you really haven't. Oh no, I've only found so far uh, sixty-seven earth caches. I've got to get it to a hundred at some point because I've signed a challenge for the top seven. Of a hundred each, so yeah. How many lab caches do you have? Yeah, I, I, gonna, I'm not surprised that it's sick for me because I'm not a big fan of multi caches. You're breaking up some good. Say it again. I said I'm not surprised it's number six for me because uh-huh. I'm not a huge. All things being equal, I wouldn't. Obviously, I wouldn't pick it, and even the top five. So, right. I, I like letter boxes better than multi caches and. Obviously, where I goes, traditionals and puzzles, but right, I didn't realize it would be that that low. Yeah, I hear you. Um, okay, but there's a reason for that because <laughs> a lot so, of them are like the ones we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's true. Uh, now, this is interesting. You you put a note on this. I've never found one of these 
I found a 5.5, but I've never found a 5.5 multi-cash. So tell us a little bit about that. That's the one I was talking about, Carolyn's cash. Yeah. Um, it was properly rated, too. So um, that was a good one. I found. I think I've only found two 5.5 multi-caches. Okay. The other one wasn't properly rated. It was easier than it than it says it was, you know, so. Right. So really just one legit 5.5 five multi. So they're interesting. I, there actually is, uh, I haven't done it, but there actually is like fizzies of all multis that people have done, so. Right. All right, so jumping into this, how do you want to start it? I can start by making fun of my own. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You're You're breaking up a lot, so I'm trying to. Okay. Sorry. Um, so I've published five. I know you've published 15 and you still have ones that are active and I've actually found two of yours. That's right. So, um, that's true. The first one I published, of course, I wanted to try to be fun and not just publish a standard one. Um, which we can decide whether that's good or bad. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. The uh, I called it a micro Memphis Mafia style. So the short version of it is there was one physical stage and it took you to another stage. But at the second stage, uh, there was a little um, one of those nanos up under this the bottom of this post of the sign. But the actual, but that was a red herring. So the actual, uh-huh. or no, it was reversed. That's where it was hidden. The one that was out and open was way up high, but you could see it. It was a big red one, and it was actually a red herring. So people were, like, climbing with ladders and everything else. And my hint was that the terrain is correct, and the terrain was only, like, a a one and a half on it. But if you walk up there and you don't pay attention to the cache page, you just see this big red cache hanging up at the top of the sign. Right. You have to get a ladder. And all you had to do, if if you read the cache page, was just reach under and grab it. So they, people were climbing up there on top of their vehicles and everything else. And um, it said, no, you need to pay attention to the train. This is not it. Um, right. Let's climb down. They'd look under it and they'd find it. But I thought that was really funny. It's cool. Um, I got some, <laughs> some not so pleasant logs. Oh, no. On that one. Yeah. People didn't have my sense of humor, I guess. Um, yeah. The other thing I didn't know, because this was early on, was it was right next to like the interstate. Oh, obviously yeah. there's no permission there. And it's like on one of those interstate signs. Right. So right. now you got people out with climbing on interstate signs and that really probably wasn't the best. Right. The best thing to do. But, uh, it said that one went away. I was tired of people bitching. So I just kept whoops, did yep. that one. So, um, what about uh, you? How about your first I, one that you put out? Yeah. My first one I put out, I got a, a, I got a very mixed bag. Here, here was the problem I did is I had um, stage one. This is mm-hmm. this is way back in 06. So stage one, no big deal. You go to a cemetery, you open it up, it gives you cords. The cords take you across town. So strike one, a lot of people hate that. Yeah. So, so stage two was a virtual stage. It took you to the um, to the movie theater. And at the movie theater, um, 
you had to just look and, and of course you probably could figure it out if you're familiar with Greenville at all. It would, so I gave them all the chords except for one of the numbers. And one of the numbers was the movie theater number, which I think is 12. Mm -hmm. And um, so they had to put that in there. So then they've got to drive down the highway to get to stay, to get to the final. And, Oh my gosh, the, the, the belly aching <laughs> on that cash. Um, I need to pull it up. Did you tell them ahead of time? What's that? that? Oh yeah. Go well, all across the city. Uh, not really, which probably was another complaint. I remember this is the first one I've ever done. So yeah, I think people really hated that, that it was, and this is way back in the day. I think people were more probably, you know, like I said, more adventurous to do a multi that wanted to do major stages. Yeah. I don't know, but, um, I got to pull it up because people are complaining about how much gas they were, they were spending on this thing. And, uh, you know, there's always the option of not doing it, right? Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Tell some people, but. <laughs> so, um, oh gosh, let me see if I got, oh, let me look at the, the log. So, um, so one of them, um, uh, so people are like DNF stage one, you know, it got to be bad toward the end there. Some people still liked it. Very clever. Fun one. Oh, here it was. Um, a nice cash, but a lot of but in a lot of fun. But I guess at the time this was an 07, three dollars and twenty two cents for gasoline to chase this one was not right. So we had two people complain about gas. Yeah, nice enough to. Uh, so they're claiming this, is, but really three stops all over town. The fourth was about 12 to 13 miles out of town. It may be nice, but not nice enough to squander about an hour and two to three gallons of gasoline. So people didn't like the distance on your, so that's one thing I guess to consider is how far apart between stages. Cause we've all heard about those ones that are like 50 miles and, um, and mine, I think my red herring thing would have gone okay. If the final, if people were a little more comfortable at the final, it was right yeah. beside the interstate. And so the final location wasn't that great, you know, and I don't think, uh, um, I don't think back then they really paid attention to where the final was. The, the reviewer, like if nowadays, I don't think that would pass. Right. Like he'd go, yeah, that final's too close to the interstate, dude. Don't do that. But, um, it, you know, so that's, I guess that's kind of what we learned on, on our first ones. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, so my next one. Oh, and I even marked up the difficulty on that one to give people a little bonus, right? Right. Three and a half, one and a half. Yeah, it, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, so I inflated that too back then. I, I didn't know what. Uh, right. So my next one out, also currently archived, is uh, I did an intercash for my second one. So have you done, have you done an intercache? I've never done an intercache. I mean, we had the guy on who we talked about, we talked about intercaches and mob caches, but they were kind uh, of popular for a while. So I think, I think the problem I made with this one. So the way it was set up is I had a series of beer, I mean, uh, brewery events for a while and it was just local breweries. So this, this was called intercash barley hops and a smiley, which was the name of the events. Right. So it kind of tied in, and it was all the ones that we went to. 
what I what I messed up was is I introduced kind of a new technology to the area and didn't like baby step it in. Right. right? I should have done a, a simple, easy one first instead of like a five stage multi where you drive all over town. But uh eh. So <laughs> I ended up I think everybody that ended up finding it, I ended up having to help them. Right. So we kind of like talked online or emailed back and forth or whatever. So the uh it wasn't super far. You you could drive to every one of them and you could pull up right outside. You didn't even have to actually get out of your car or anything. Right. But um so I think the mistake I made was trying to introduce a new cash type and not a really an easy, super easy one to the area. So it was it was not worth the trouble of keeping it going. Sure. Now the final was a decent final. It was in an alley behind one of the breweries, you know, and it was it was um a magnet that looked like it was a, you know, like a caution on the side of like a gas container, you know, gas meter or whatever. Right. So that right. went pretty well, but the final, it kept until the end, but every time somebody was going for it, they'd get to other stages in, then email me because I had my, my Google phone number. And they, so they'd call me too. Right. So it was too much maintenance, even though right. all the stages were virtual. It wow. was too much maintenance. So too much. Yeah. Yeah. So biting off more than I can chew with that one, I think was my mistakes that I learned on that one. Yeah, that's good. Something to learn. I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a good thing to good learning point for everybody. <clears throat> Ironically, my next one is still, a, is still active. How about that? Nice. 2014 <clears throat> was when we put it out. So it's been out there now four years. Uh, McKinney, Howell and Wright. It's in town and it is, um, it's three stages. Mm-hmm. But they're all close together. They're all downtown. The two, two, the two first stages are virtual. Um, they're not going anywhere because they're basically historical markers. That's a good point. If you're going to do a a, a multicache that you hope maybe sticks around, mm-hmm. you better make sure that your virtual stages are going to be around. Mm-hmm. So don't don't use signs that um, have the potential of being you know, torn down for some reason. Um, use something maybe that you feel has a, a some pretty good permanency. And so in this case, I used a couple of historical markers. They'll be around, you know, more than likely. I mean, and um, the final, interestingly, isn't, it's not buried, but, and I did not, I did not dig a hole. Right. It just happened to be there where you I did. When I time. found this thing. It was near, it's near, um, it's not in the landscaping, but it was near landscaping. And I guess, uh, in Texas, we got holes open up all the time for stuff. Uh, we get, we get enough drought. You're going to have a crack in the crack in the ground. There's a crack in the ground there and it's, it's still a crack in the ground, but that's, final fits just perfectly in there and i tell you people have a people struggle with that thing all the time but people find it but i I really don't want to change it because it's it's there you just got to look for it i mean you don't have to dig for it or anything but it's it fits so so just like somebody in the chat room is talking about my next one uh so i didn't learn from my last one from that one right so my next one, I thought, well, let's just make it more complicated. That'll cause me less problems. That, that'll be perfect. <laughs> Apparently, I don't learn, and that is the problem. So, it, so what you did, virtual stages that are 
markers that are going to stay, that's the right way to go. Right. So, can, and that's why yours is still active, right? Mm-hmm. On the other end, my next one, I was like, you know what? Let's make it even. So I had a four and a half, one and a half. Right. Very complicated, overly complicated uh, cash. It was called uh, a meeting has been called. So as we alluded to, it was a mob cash type. Right. Um, but I did try to learn a little bit. I, I did virtual stages all until the final um, where I used uh, telephone poles and markers that were already existing to get the numbers off that. And then you'd have to go and do a uh, calculation based on that. But you had to get five people together at the final to open the mob cash. Right. So that was in the park and you could do that, you know, but it was a multi-stage and then the final was, you had to get on the mob cash thing, the, which I haven't done one of those in a while, but um, you had to, well, which in my mind, I'm thinking five people, right? Right. It's mob cash. Have you mob cash? Yeah. That's not five people. It's five devices. So geocachers have two or three devices just on a regular day. So yeah. that whole thing got kind of thrown. Like the first group that went and got it, they they had like three people. I think that's right. the most that ever did it again at the same time. I was trying. Oh, okay. People were like borrowing devices from people and going out there and doing it, and right. which defeated the whole purpose. I was trying to get people together, right? That's why it's that's why it was raised such a difficulty because you have to do it with other cashers. But yeah, yep. yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't work that one out right. So. <laughs> um, it was a four and a half, one and a half. I was going to look and see how long. So I published it on 8 2015. Right. And it lasted till 6 15. No, no, I'm sorry. It lasted till May of the next year. So it didn't even last a full year. Right. But, uh, and it was so. It did okay, but it was it was pretty complicated. And what I learned is that if you put a complicated multicache out here, you'll get about the first ten people will find it, mm-hmm. and then it'll just sit. Yep. It just for my area, and I guess this is what I learned for this one. I did raise the difficulty, so some people went after it. You know, for that fizzy spot. Yeah. Um, multicaches are not super popular in my area, so. I've just kind of had to learn that if I make one that's overly complicated or hard to do, it's just not going to get hit. The people that do hit it are going to like it. Right. Most people are not going to hit that one and it's just going to stay there. So, um, and then my, my final container failed anyway. So, Oh no, I, I can't remember exactly what I did, but it was with magnets and stuff like that. And it, it broke. So, um, but I did learn. So that's where I kind of learned to gauge your area. You know, if yeah. your area loves multicache and they're going to hit it all the time, that's good. If not, yep. you, you can't force that into your area. Yep. Let's, let's, if we can, let's talk about some general, some th- a couple of things in general. Let me get your, I want to get okay. your thoughts. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of these um, because they came up on, on what I think are what we would consider bad multicaches. Okay. Some of them are obvious. Stage one is good. Stage two is good. The final missing. Those kind we're, we're all familiar with. We've all seen those. We all, I mean, we've all either had them or we tried to finish a multicache and we get those problems. Stage one's good. Stage two's missing. 
you know, yeah. stage one's missing. Those are pretty common. What about, what do you think about this one? Uh, have you done any, or would you consider these bad multicaches ones that have too many stages? No. So okay. I, I've heard of ones with like 30 stages or more, you know, like an insane amount of stages. Right. I've never done one of those and I probably won't. Right. However, I don't think that's a bad cache if they tell you ahead of time. Now, I've done a couple that are like a dozen stages that didn't tell right. you, and that was too much. Sure. But if I knew I was getting into a cache with like 30 stages, that would be awesome for me. I would love that. that I'd do it just for fun once maybe, but yeah. not if you didn't tell me. So I don't think on face it's a bad cache. I think if you're surprising somebody with that and it's like, ha-ha, go again, ha-ha, go again. Yeah, that's right. Plus, would you want to maintain that? How do you maintain that? Unless it's all virtual. I don't stuff. know. That's a good question. What do you think? Would you do one like that? No. Would I? Would I? I would. Um, I've never done one like that, but um, it reminds me of if you if you have. If you're going to do a cache like that, it's like a where I go. If you let me know that the where I go has 15 stages, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Just let me, just let me know up front so I can sort of prepare myself. Uh, you know, uh, I talked you know a while back about one we did not too long ago, but they tell you there's like 12 stages. I'm like, all right, we're okay with that. Just, just so as we, you know, as we know, we can plan for it where I go a little bit easier because you can do 12 stages and not have to worry about typically you don't have to worry about a stage missing, although it, that obviously can happen. It but can absolutely crash in the middle of it though. It can, it can. Oh, right. And that's a whole other, that's for another show. So <laughs> there you go. So yeah. what's the point of that though? Of a multi -multi As pointed out 30 stages and that just counts as one cash. Yeah. So one smiley. So, it just better be really because good. You can or yeah, because it's something different or what's the point of a huge amount of? It's different this, if it takes you like on a tour of something, right? That that's yeah. logical. That makes sense. You're going on a cool tour of a town, but just to do like thirty lamp posts, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's I, I don't know that I would be super excited to jump and do that one unless there was some special reason for it, right? Yeah. It's super old, or it's a weird DT, or something like that. I, I don't see the point of that, and I can tell you now that Christy would not put up with it. Right. Um, That's not her style of caching. So if we're caching together, she would kick that one to the curb. Right. No, I agree. Um, it made me think of though the one of these um, that's in the book. By the way, because she wants this to keep people want to buy turn one of your catches before you die. How about that? You know, shameless, shameless plug. But the top 20 multicaches are, of course, in the book. And one of them that I think you would um, agree with in that um, it's worth doing mm -hmm. is this one. It's in Austin, Texas. It's called Necropolis Ruins. And if you ever... I've heard ever, about that you, one, yeah. You've heard about it, right. Because everybody who's heard of it, it was done by Lord Byron, um, one of the astronauts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't maintain it. Some other people maintain it for him. But but uh, Necropolis, it goes around. It's a 10-stage multicache. 
but um, it is um, pretty incredible. Um, GC three, uh, Fizzy one. I forget my thing because I have it in front of me. P is in Paul. A is an apple. <clears throat> so if you want to look that one up, um, we can put that in the, the show notes. GC three, F is in Frank one. P is in Paul. A is an apple. Necropolis ruins, and um, <clears throat> it is very well known. It is um, always mentioned by people who, when you talk about multicaches, and they're like, "You've got to go to this one." It's like, well, it's it's why it's in the book. It's one of those caches you need to do before you die because it's uh, it's that incredible of of a cache. So now that's but that makes sense, and there's logical reasons for those stages and everything. It's not just thrown out there to see how many they can get you oh, to do. Did I give you the wrong one? I'm sorry. That one is a good one, by the way. It's in the book, Necropolis Ruins, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'll find it while we're while we're talking. There's the so there's someone was brought up in the awesome. chat room, and I think this is a pretty good question. This is kind of splitting hairs, but yeah. Um, between those two is if you can solve them in the field the puzzles at different stages that's still considered a multi-cache if you go to the stage and you know the intention is that you're not going to be able to solve it right then you have to like go home and collect the information that should lean more towards a mystery or unknown cache right does that make sense yeah so i I would still do it though. I mean, I, I think that's interesting, and I like those multi caches that were, you know, you have to do something in the field instead yeah. of just collect coordinates. Those are pretty fun if you know what you're getting into, right? Right. I will find the one I'm talking about, but go ahead. Let's keep. Uh, I can't believe I have pulled the wrong one. That's okay. We'll keep on going. I'll find it. That's now it's driving me crazy. I grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> um, all right. So, keep going. Um, Find another. What's the next one on our list? And then uh, stages too far from each other. We kind of talked about that. Too many yeah. stages. Those are some things that. not to do unless you're uh, unless you're telling somebody you know ahead of time. Like it. I I I did this multi once. I actually I DNF'd a multi once that. Uh, I knew ahead of time it was started right. in Tennessee and ended in Arkansas. Yeah, that's crazy. I had to go to two or three different stages in Tennessee, and it, but it said ahead of time that you're going to end up in Arkansas, right? So that's I knew it was going to be like 25 good. miles away. Yeah. Now, it turns out that I couldn't find the final, but uh, I was still willing to do it because it was a lot of fun. And I knew it was going in, you know, I knew what I was getting into ahead of time. Sure. Uh, they said they lost me for a second and a random picture popped up. Um on the so in the chat room. No, so that was not a clue. That is my Google picture that showed up. Uh oh. I must have blanked out and came back in for a minute. Yeah. We're having some trouble tonight. For yeah. Sure. Um uh, All right, so do you like 
physical stages or virtual stages better? Oh man, you broke up so badly there. Um, I'll find the one, by the way, that I was talking about uh, and put it in the show notes. So I'm sorry about that. I don't have it in front of me. I thought I did. Um, ask your question again, please. See if I can hear you. Do you like stages that are virtual or physical better? Oh, Necropolis of Britannia. Yeah, thanks, Owen from from KC. Uh, you're helping me. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's Necropolis Tanya Manor is the one I think he's talking that um, that I'm, I was referring to. It's in Austin, Texas, but um, I I like both um, if they um, <clears throat> if they if they have virtual stages or physical stages. I kind of I like kind of like both. Um, is that kind of what you're asking about? I don't know. I can barely hear you. My computer's breaking up now too. So yeah. Um, I guess uh, just in case mine goes dead sometime soon, uh, I'll give my last few things that I wanted to say about multicaches and the whole point of this okay. is know your area, whether people are going to do them or not, know how complicated to make them, give people the information ahead of time right. on the multicache. And um, do something that you can maintain. One of the most frustrating things about caches is those unmaintained third stage of a five-stage cache, and you can't finish it. Absolutely. And then one thing I would say for anything that's it, – it applies to any cache, but especially a cache that you have to put a lot of work into it, make a decent final. If you've had people working on it for five hours, don't sure. just hang a bison in a tree. Make oh, a decent final for that. That's yep. – you know, where I go is the same – if you're going to put people through a lot of trouble, do something decent at the end. Don't just throw a pill bottle down this time. Right. But um, that that's talk, all the – because I have learned from all those mistakes is why I can say that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Talk a little bit about um, – because I think this one's fun. We've talked about it before, but it is a multi-cache. Um, the big red English box that you and I did. Oh, gosh. So what was the first stage of that? I don't remember. The, the, the first stage is – the big red English box. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the first stage. Okay, <laughs> that, I was thinking, stage one. yeah. So you kind of forget the final, right? It was in <laughs> reverse. Yeah, um, the final was an ammo can, not very far away or whatever. No. You know, a few hundred yards from the. But the first was an awesome stage, and somebody could have just made that a traditional cache, but you know they offset the final by a couple hundred feet, and yeah. uh, I thought that one was awesome because. It was that's we've talked about it on the show before, but the yeah. you go in that English phone booth and you pick up the phone and you got a message or whatever else, and mm. that one was well done. I oh, did one yeah. similar to that, and it was not well done, yep. <laughs> and it flopped. So oh, I would no. think execution. So <laughs> I did one. It was another intercash thing or whatever, and I had this recorded sound that I'd like changed my voice to a robot voice and gave this puzzle, and they had to solve it based on the area. And it went over – that was not going to be appropriate. It did not go over well. <laughs> it did not go over well. Um, and it was overly complicated, and you had to, like, call a phone number and listen to this thing, and it was recording on the cache page, which was not allowed. So I had to, like, mm -hmm. hide it, and it was terrible. Oh, no. So, uh, that's how you don't do it. Right. Phone booth one is how you do it. It's a solid yes. thing. Nothing's going to mess that thing up and everybody likes it. So yeah, um, don't, yeah. don't bite off more than you can chew you know, and have somebody that was before I had people 
beta test them. If you're doing yeah. something that's not just a simple, have somebody beta test it. No, you're right. Yeah, that one's still one of my favorite caches. Yeah. Well, and you don't have, I mean, you obviously don't have to do like this guy did and actually ship a real, he didn't, he didn't, it's no. not like a big red English box um, sort of lookalike, like he, like he looked at one online and kind of tried to make one similar to it. The yeah. dude shipped one from England to his house. I mean, a real one, like solid metal. So you don't have to go that far, but if you do, Big thumbs up to you for doing that. <laughs> now that's one of the coolest ones that uh, has ever been out there that I've yep. that I've gotten to do. Um. All right, we're getting starting to wrap up. I know. Um. Um. Uh, Zach jumped back on. He's going to talk about the um the final or not final. <laughs> He's going to talk about the clue for this week. Um. And we're going to be giving out two clues from now on, which I think is kind of cool. That's be exciting. Um, but uh, um, I, I think that you know I liked your final thoughts because I, I I completely agree. If you're going to do well, like any cash, but if you're going to do a multi, especially if you're going to do a multi, think through it. Think about all the stages and make sure that the experience is worthy of a geocache. Um, make sure that all the stages are doable. Um, I had done one um, and it was, the problem was the final because the final was at a, st at a point where um, it wasn't in a good location, but I loved the. I took people to four different locations, and there were four different uh, signs, and each of the signs had a different cardinal coordinate on it. So if north was one of the, so mm -hmm. I had the, so what it was was it was a lock. You know those north, south, east, west locks. Have you seen mm -hmm. those? Yeah, um, and that's what it was. And you the the stages were like west, east south north and you had to go to one you went to the west gate apartments you know and that's where you got west and of course you don't know this because i didn't tell them why i said go to this location observe and you will have clue number one and then i said go to the next stage and once you get to the next stage you go okay west you know it was west gate next one is the north title company or whatever and you're like oh i see there's a coordinates uh, yeah. or not coordinates, but cardinal, you know, west, north, east, south. Mm -hmm. And so when you when you go to these four stages, you go to the final, there's a lock, you put in the west, north, east, south, and it opens. See, that's fun. Fun. Not too hard to do. A little bit of driving, but I I think I prepped people for that. So anyway. So you warn them ahead of time. Hey, that cache of yours that you had that you signed the rocks at the end? Yeah. Was that a multi? Uh, yes, that's a multi. Okay. Would well, you know the name of it? Uh, yeah, it is. is that, that's um, not Here Comes the Sun, is it? That was a no, sun. I'll add here. Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. Um, I'll add that in the show notes. GC5. I've got it. It's in there. 
Yeah, two, three. V. I'm just making sure it's the right one. So that's a yeah. good example uh, of a good final. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it, that's actually one of the very few multi caches I've ever favorited. So yeah, hey, I like that. Out of all the ones I've favorited, multi caches are not high up on the list. So. Yeah. Well, I, I think what's not what's fun about that is you have to do something at stage one. You can't just right. You don't. It's not just a sign, although that's not bad. But you've got to construct a sundial mm-hmm. at stage one to even figure out which stage you want to. You know, you, uh, spoiler. You, know, you just gave it away. Spoiler. Yeah. But hey, you still got to do it, and you you know definitely come to town. Oh, heck, I'll give you the final chords if you'll come to town and do caches. <laughs> but uh, do we need to get Zach to jump on there? Yeah, Zach. Zach come on, all, come on, Zach. Yes, and um, oh, there we go. Out, Tell us a little bit about the final, or not final. Let's say that again. Tell us a little bit about the um, the clue for this week, the GTS clue. Well, Jesse, did you give out the clue? Was it five six nine seven three as one of the coordinates? <laughs> oh, no. we forgot about those numbers. I forgot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesse will tell us what this is in a minute. That's not the clue for this <laughs> that is not week. the clue and then like my <laughs> i put my signal bleeped off for a while too and came back on people were like oh i saw a picture i was like yep. no no yeah. that's not it no <laughs> no there's a bunch of uh, red herrings we're giving out here <laughs> gary yeah. you're gonna right. be able to pump the brakes enough people are gonna be like but zach said that the coordinates were that's right <laughs> he's got yeah. a london and new york sign behind him he's covering up paris what's going on yeah no yeah. All you right. start puzzle people's minds going it, it goes crazy they do. Yeah. They go insane. So, mm-hmm. all right, go ahead. And tell tell us about. It. It's been out for a while, right? Surprisingly. Yeah, uh, I put it. I put it out a week ago, and nobody's even noticed the thing yet. So, <laughs> that's cool. It's been out for yeah. a while. Yeah, flew under the radar. Nobody caught it. So that's a little hint that they're going to start to get a little harder. Yeah. No, it's it's been out for a week, and nobody guessed it. So nobody caught it. Nobody. Uh, Nobody saw it, so now it's it's drifting away. People, go find it. Go catch it before it's gone forever. <laughs> it's out there. It's Gary's out there. been making us be nice on the clues, but now he's letting us get a little more difficult with them, so it'll, be, it'll get a little more fun. We're raising up that DT chart. Oh, yeah. I got, this, one, so, this one's hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I even know where to look, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I even know... Zach, our our vlogger who's on the show hey, periodically, hey, hey, part hey, of our hey, network. Hey, hey, pump the brakes. Let's see how smart these people are. <laughs> oh, do you know how hard that thing is? Oh my gosh. I even kind of knew where to look. I I did finally find it. It took me a while. Yeah, so well. Zach, we made, we already let him know too that in the next few weeks we're gonna be doing two a week, but they're gonna be a lot harder. Oh, I gotta I gotta hide two more a week, huh? Yeah. No, oh, no. We're supposed to have already hidden these things. Yeah, we hide these. <laughs> yeah. We so, yeah. So, which which week do we actually hide these things? <laughs> yeah. How are we hiding? Right. And and which countries are we ideally getting them into, or which yeah. are we putting them in? Uh, the ones behind you, London. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's is, right. Is a clue. And, that's a clue uh, for the next GT stash. Right. Next the next the early the clue next for next year. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, two two clues a week, and then we're yep. going to wrap up um, the show. Uh, can we go ahead and give the? Is it okay to give the show on that? Do you think? Is that okay? Do what now? Oh, let's wait. That's okay. for another show. Sometime in November. 
That's all we're telling people. Sometime yeah. in November we'll wrap up. We'll get to the final crescendo. So, yeah. Jesse, you gave that number out earlier in the show. Yes. And, and before you reveal anything on okay. that, I got, a, I got a number for you Uh-oh. that I found while searching this. <laughs> uh, let me pull it back up here quick. Uh, well, the number is 18. And you get – there's three possible right answers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know. It has it has to do with the show today, and the number so, used to be thirteen until recently when myself and a few others started. Uh, you know, there really... used to be thirteen five five virtual caches. Oh, really? Worldwide, yep. Um, okay. Now there's more, so that could be eighteen. Um. Okay. Let's see. I would think multi-caches. Something yep. related to multi-caches. Um, well, that's the show today, so. crazy. Well, I, I can answer it for you. There's okay. actually there's three possible answers. Uh, in the U.S., there is 18 5-1 multi-caches. Oh, um, wow. And 4.5-1, and, and also 1-4.5. So those wow. only, there's only 18, and, and uh, earlier this year, I know it was only at 13 for those. Wow. So, so those are – that's interesting. Yeah, so, Matt, I mean, especially earlier this year, if you were one of the – owned one of the 13, like – Yeah. I bet you get hit up quite a lot. So so if you're, uh, you know, if you're a CEO out there, I would highly encourage you to uh, – you can just go on Project GC under statistics and click on Overview. And then scroll down, and it has the different cache types by DT. And you can actually look up what the most rare ones are. So if you're actually looking to really pull some people into your town, uh, you know, go and hide those. Because I know in our in our town we have a a multi fizzy grid challenge that you guys mentioned earlier in the show. We have one of those by me. And so at some point, I'm gonna have to find one of each of those three combinations. Yeah, I love it. I could. I could easily think how to do a five-one multi. Yeah, but just don't hide. Just don't hide the final. <laughs> there you go. That's why it's so difficult. It's <laughs> in a parking lot. I swear um, it's on this LPC. <laughs> so my number was not really related to the show, but it was kind of so because we talked about maintenance a lot. That's the current number of disabled caches worldwide. Ah, fifty six thousand. What nine seventy three? I think I said. Okay. Which I think is always weird. That's uh, that's almost, you know, that's close to sixty thousand disabled caches. I don't know if they're going away or if, and I don't think that's not really events. So that's not really events that are you know, because people usually don't disable events. They just get rid of them. They archive them. That's a lot of caches. That's a large percentage of caches to be just on the disabled list. Right. Oh, and earlier in the show, you guys were talking about uh, when people were guessing about that. Uh, I think Gary or someone mentioned a uh, number of cashers that have found a cache this year. Yeah. Right. Uh, luckily, we're much higher than that. Just in the U.S., we are pretty much just right at 400,000. Oh, good. So mm. worldwide, I think it's safe to say we're probably around a million because I know Germany has like it's a pastime there. <laughs> Mm. It is. That's good, though. That's good. We have 400,000 right. active geocachers in the U.S. That's nice. That's a good yeah. number. 
And actually, uh, just this last month, there was in the U.S. only there was seventy-two thousand. So mm. awesome. that that have found a cash in the last month. So the your fifty-six thousand number might be pretty close to the worldwide for the last week. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's yeah. good to know. I'm oh, yeah. glad you so, that. The game, the game's doing well. Uh, it's just, you know, the, you know, if you've cashed out your area, if you don't live in a city or a state that has, you know, hundreds of thousands of caches like California, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, then, you know, once you cash out, it might, you know, it might seem like it's dying, but if a cache ever goes live, people go out and, you know, yeah, it's still saying, still saying vibrant and live. Oh yeah, Sioux Falls people. You know, when I first started, it kind of was getting to the point where everyone in town was kind of slowing down. Well, that's because they had no caches. And then a few of us new cachers went on a tear of hiding them and hiding geoarts and everything. And now they're as lively as ever. And they have way more caches than they'll ever find. <laughs> That'll do it. Gary, final thoughts on multi-caches? I know we've kind of already gone through it. Yeah. Anything else to add? Just, just like a traditional, make sure that you do you think about it especially since you're doing a multi-cache give it some thought mm -hmm. are you going to maintain it is it something that is worthy of somebody's time and effort um and just make sure that uh it is an experience that people want to have zach what about you sorry what was that <laughs> final thoughts on multi-caches oh, either multi good or bad point uh, honestly, uh, plan them out well. Uh, do do your best job. Make sure that they stick around both stages because it really stinks. Uh, I actually enjoyed doing multi-caches. I found well over 100. I think I met like 130 of them. And we really don't have many around where I'm at. But if people do a good job with both stages, the problem is if one of the stages are gone, you can't log it. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, do a good job but they're you know it's it's a really easy way just because it's a different icon if you do a decent job it's a good way to get favorite points and also if you just happen to look up a a rare dt you can put a multi out there with a unique name that helps people challenges that has a rare dt and make the cash you know something memorable and all of a sudden you got a favorite point haven yep I think I mentioned everything earlier, but I would say if you haven't hidden one, at least one, go out there and hide one just because of how much you learn from it and how much you learn to appreciate the people that, that do hide them. So yep. it, and it's adding something to your area, right, besides your traditional. So at least hide one. Think through it. Do a good one, kind of the stuff we are talking about tonight, and at least do one. Plus it you know, gives you another icon for your, your profile, right? you got to fill up the right side as well. Yeah. So. Very cool. All right. Appreciate you guys doing that. That was really good. Um, okay. Upcoming shows uh, next week. Yeah, we do have on Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. He's going to do a show called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, he did a crazy, crazy tour of the West with some German geocachers uh, who came in, did some ET Highway, and went up to Canada. And he's going to tell us all about his experience and travels uh this past uh week or so and uh he's not even home yet he's in seattle still but he'll be home tuesday and he'll be on the show uh next sunday and in two weeks uh neil moore will be on the show talk about 
his vlog and different cool things he's been doing as well as um, the guy that lives in his basement. Um, this is kind of weird. So apparently he's got a guy named Bob Billy who kind of lives. He's sort of glamming off of him. And so uh, I promise we'll only have Bob Billy on for for a little bit, but we got to have him on because we got to hear, hear about this crazy guy. And then in three weeks, we're going to get our first taste of Yes, Geo Woodstock 2019 is not that far away. It's People should early. be making their plans. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on from the actual people providing uh, that are creating Geo Woodstock 2019. So looking forward to uh, hearing about how that's going in Fort Worth and uh it's exciting that we're able to bring you information directly from the people that are doing it. Like we did last year with Jesse Tuttle. Uh, we're going to give you the right info and get it from the, um, the, the planners that are actually planning G Woodstock 2019. So it's going to be exciting to have them on to talk about that. So, all right, well folks, we hope you enjoy the show tonight. Email us your comments at geocache talk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter is at Geocache Talk or mine's Gary Slinkard, all one word. Uh, Jesse's on Instagram, uh, Memphis Mafia, one word. And Geocache Talk is on there as well as one word. And Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Geocache Talk. I do want to point out we have a, a page and a group. And I think that was confusing to some folks. Um, the page is for everybody, uh, the group is for geocachers. But if you're interested in, in joining our our geocache talk group, just send in, you know, put in your invite. Um, you know, let us know that you actually are a geocacher. <laughs> I can just take anybody in the world on that one. The page is kind of for the whole world. The, the group is for actual, you don't have to be a hardcore geocacher, but you need to at least understand geocaching to be part of that group. But we'd love to have you on for that. Uh, Sugar we found iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn radio, Wells, the geocache talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below and ring that bell so that you will get reminded about the show and you'll be able to see and hear it on a weekly basis. Tell your friends about the show, invite them to come in and be a part of the chat room. They're always lively and always active and always a lot of fun. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching, go hide a multicache, but go find some multicaches and then go hide one, a good, a good one. And we would be very appreciative of that. And go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. YouTube.com backslash Zodak Zach. <laughs> <laughs>